0: Welcome to Spooky Psychology with Megan and Lauren. And we are recording. Ooh,
1: how exciting.
0: Okay guys, welcome to our very first episode of Spooky Psychology. My name is Lauren Malika.
1: And my name is Megan Baker.
0: Um, So we wanted to start this episode by just kind of giving you guys a background of who we are um, before we get into spooky topics. Um, yes. So Megan, why don't you tell us about who you are, your specialties. Why thank you, Laura. Your dreams. My dream.
1: <laughs> we do not want to talk about my dreams. <laughs> we don't even have time to crack into that nightmare. They're horrifying. They really are, actually. I'm like a three to five nightmare a night sort of person. Oh my so. god. It's very alarming. Um, so, hello, my name is Megan Baker. I'm a licensed clinical social worker who straight up has tons of nightmares, but we <laughs> don't need to go too much into that. I'm a walking nightmare. <laughs> I am a garbage human. It's okay, we all are. Um, so, yeah, I, um, I'm i a social worker. I've done kind of a lot of things in... Uh, my career, I worked in residential treatment, I worked overnight on the suicide hotline for like a year, Um, I worked for a children's advocacy center, I did advocacy work, program coordination, I was a clinical supervisor for a while, um, did counseling, I've interviewed like 200 kids about child abuse allegations, so for certain topics I can kind of speak from experience about how that process goes and about child abuse, and now I am Just working as a counselor. I work with people three and up, primarily kids and teens, but I like working with adults too, on stuff like trauma, anxiety, depression, life transitions, those sorts of things. So, kind of do a little bit of a lot of different things. I do a specialized treatment called trauma focused cognitive behavioral therapy. That's for the kids and teens, obviously about trauma. And that's, uh, kind of a thing lauren why don't you tell
0: us a little bit about yourself no <laughs> okay <laughs> this um, is getting very aggressive <laughs> right now <laughs> so basically um i am somebody who also specializes in trauma we have that in common um i work a lot with um victims of different sorts of trauma um different types of abuse Um, I have a background working in a domestic violence shelter for a number of years. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've done. I've done crisis work. I've done medical advocacy, um, and that sort of thing. So a lot of work, um, with victims of crimes and things like that. Um, aside from that, um, I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. I don't know if I already said that yet. Um, so when I was trained, I was trained to work with individuals as well as families and couples. So I do also work with families and couples occasionally. Um, and I specialize in a type of treatment called EMDR, which stands for eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. And it helps people, um, move past their trauma in a healthy way and i also am in private practice full-time with megan we work at the same place I which is great which is great i don't know if we want to share that or not maybe i'm gonna say no no okay for now <laughs> no for no. maybe later okay so we're not sharing that information it's a mystery
1: you could probably google it but i'm sure fine. you could <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not that discreet um anyway so yeah so that's a little bit about what do we do and then um maybe we should tell the viewers or listeners the story of how we met they're
1: definitely viewing us right now it's very creepy
0: Yeah, so uh, Lauren
1: and I met at the beautiful ivy-covered halls of Northern <laughs> Illinois University. Um, actually, the psychology building did have a decent amount of ivy on the walls, so that was
0: pretty dope. Probably mold. <laughs>
1: Probably. Oh, also lots of mold, and I'm guessing a fair amount of asbestos, but we're just going <laughs> to... We're speculating we're, right We're now. fine. Um, so yeah, we both went to NIU for our undergrad, and we were getting degrees in psychology. And we ended up in the same research lab.
0: Yes. We were studying emotional regulation and temperament of moms and babies. Right? Or just babies. I mean... (laughs) (laughs)
1: We probably should, given that we did like multiple conference presentations on this, we should remember it better. (laughs) I think it was focusing, so it was emotion regulation and temperament, but it was all like for the babies, but it was also on like the maternal interaction based on that. So like how moms
0: handled
1: babies and like how that impacted things. There was a bit of
0: both. A little bit of both. Yeah. Um, We've gone to a couple of conferences. One was national. I think one was international. So we do have experience with research and presentations, although it may not seem like it at this moment.
1: Yeah, I really can't stress how little we know about podcasting, so like, please bear with us. We're trying our best here.
0: We're trying so hard. Um. So yeah, so we met in undergrad, and we were in that psychology lab where we did research together, and then we continued our friendship, obviously, through grad school and different jobs and stuff like that and here we are today mm-hmm. yeah and you That's know exciting.
1: we both kind of are halloween loving spook
0: no yeah i remember back in the research lab there's a, a point like a point in the experiment where they brought out halloween masks do you remember that
1: i do remember that and i loved those things
0: i did too so much. The we witch to just wear them amazing. in the back <laughs> we
1: did um i think we were some of the only people that really like Felt strongly about pranking
0: people too. <laughs> yes, we did. That we loved a lot. it. Yes, um, that is a fire truck. That is a
1: fire truck in the distance.
0: But yeah, so that was really fun. It was cool. Um, and yeah, so here we are today. We work at the same practice now. Um, so in terms of this podcast, we kind of started it ass backwards because we, did. <laughs> we started with um live spooky psychology events at a really cool spot called Ghoulish Mortals. If you haven't been there, go check it out. It's, it's really cool. Amazing. It's essentially like a horror shop. Like it's it's just so freaking cool. I'm obsessed. It's really great. But yeah, so we started having these live events where we talk about different macabre psychology topics and it's become fairly popular, I would say. We have a little group that comes. Shout out to Brandy.
1: <laughs> what up, Brandy? We know you're listening. I Thank hope. you. She's nice. She's like, I would never listen to your <laughs> podcast. She will only come see it live.
0: Um, so yeah, we so we have a little bit of a crew that comes out to, to see us and we thought that this would be a good thing to kind of compliment it for people who can't make it out to our events. Mm-hmm. Um but they have been a lot of fun. I think we've had Four now, five? Five. Five. We've
1: Ooh. had five and I think kinda one of the interesting things is this idea started as a one time marketing thing yes. and has really taken on a life of its own, which we're both really happy about. I don't think we really expected this and you know, we don't know where this podcast is gonna go, but It may go
0: nowhere. It may, it may go stay nowhere. in this living room.
1: <laughs> that's fine. We're in my living room with my dog Gotham and this may be the end of it and that's okay too. Gotham is the OG fan?
0: She is. <laughs> She's pumped. She supports us. But yeah, no, I think um, I think this will be good. But yeah, at our first event, we were shocked because I want to say maybe like forty people came. Yeah, it was forty
1: for the first one. Honestly, it seems to like alternate. Every other one has a pretty big audience. Yeah. So, there's, like, a weird Serial Killers was by far the most popular. Serial Killers and Female Serial Killers, I think, both had around
0: 40 people. Yeah, people loved that shit. That was they good. do. That was good. Um, yeah, and the other ones we did were, I'm trying to remember, we've done Phobias. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Cults. Cults. And mass hysteria, mass hysteria,
1: which we literally just did, <laughs> we just
0: did, and somehow I forgot. We're very tired, <laughs> We're very tired people. Um, so I guess yeah. Aside from our professional life Megan did you want to share anything about yourself
1: that's what people are here for though like (laughs) I'm bored of our
0: clinical background
1: (laughs) I know I feel like we like I mean it's of course important that we do have legit random tangents it's okay
0: (laughs) and then um yeah and just like the fact that like you know obviously we do have licensed um we're licensed therapists. We are licensed <laughs> To therapists. emphasize that. Um, so we are able to describe the difference between things like antisocial personality disorder and narcissism and all of those things. Because I think sometimes all of those get lumped into one and they are different.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I think a lot of podcasters do talk about murder and do talk about creepy stuff. It's very in right now. Gotham, just lay down. My dog is having... She's having a day over here. She's sniffing the microphone, so... Oh, maybe
0: you heard it. Maybe.
1: Maybe you'll hear tiny Gotham noises in the background. Tiny sniffs. Little sniffs. Um... I forgot what I was saying, (laughs) man. Sorry. Gotham. Gotham is beautiful. She's there's pictures of her on all of our social media. Maybe we should just we should put pictures of our pets on the Facebook page. That's probably not nobody knows what we really look like. (laughs) Nobody I mean, if you go to the live events you definitely know what we look like because we are there. We're
0: gonna start wearing masks. It's not a big
1: deal. We're gonna loop it all the way back to the research lab. I do you wanna be the witch or the old man? (laughs) (laughs) The vampire.
0: Ooh, I forgot about
1: the vampire. The witch was my favorite because the chin was separate, so you yes. had to like put the chin on first. And I the would Old always... man was frightening. The old man was genuinely terrifying. Um, this is we're probably gonna cut that out because I don't think that's interesting <laughs> to anyone except for us. Everyone's just like
0: genuinely confused. Like, yeah. what are they speaking of?
1: Like, what is happening right now? I mean, I think you know. Let's see, fun facts about us. Do you have fun facts about yourself? You want to roll it off? Sure. I'll think.
0: Um, so, my fun facts, (laughs) not that interesting. So, I'm married, um, I, uh, okay, I have two pet pigs, their names are Gigi and Majora, and they're the loves of my life. Um, I think your husband would be very thrilled to hear that. (laughs) He is my biggest love. They are my baby loves. (laughs) And, um, yes, I'm very pro-pig, and if you ever have questions about having a pet pig, I am more than happy to answer them, because there is a problem with people adopting mini-pigs and not having the correct information, and then they, you know, they end up in not-so-great situations. So I am an advocate for that. Um... Other than that, um, I'm really into a very chill lifestyle of watching Netflix, and I'm obsessed with Halloween year-round, that doesn't end, and, um, yeah, I just listen to a lot of podcasts, watch a lot of true crime docs, and, and that's basically me in a nutshell,
1: yeah, I think that I always kind of freeze when people are like, tell me about yourself. And I'm like, I am not interesting at all as a human, which I'm sure I am. I think like our perceptions of ourselves are different, um, but definitely like as a chronically ill person, I'm very low key at all times. Same. Like, I sleep a lot. I'm a big fan of fuzzy blankets and soft things. <laughs> Um I as we've mentioned before I have a dog named Gotham. She we think is a Carolina dog. Um but we're not sure. I I rescued her but she was 11 weeks old when I rescued her so she's pretty much been mine her whole life. Bubba. Um she is the sweetest and I am legitimately obsessed with her. Um I'm getting married and Lauren is actually a bridesmaid Ooh-hoo. in my wedding so that's Honestly, taking up most of my free time right now is just, like, wedding planning, which is a frustrating process. Very time-consuming. It's really time-consuming, and I think, like, weddings as an industry have gotten so out of hand. And if you are, like, a big wedding person, I'm not judging you at all. I think just as a person who does not... I mean, I am a social worker. We're not known for rolling in the dough, (laughs) so, like, a lot of times, you know, meeting with photographers, they're like... We start at $5,000, and I'm like, okay, bye. Like, this was a waste <laughs> was, like, of an email. like, five of my mortgages, like, no, thank you. Like, we can't afford that. So I think it's been interesting trying to, like, find that balance of, like, a budget wedding. So, like, that's really been a lot of my free time lately has been watching Law & Order SVU while Googling wedding stuff. Um, I'm obsessed with Law and Order SVU and every single SVU meme out there. The ones where like Chris Maloney is like standing holding a light post and is like, "These are their stories." is like my favorite <laughs> thing in the world. Like I have a, I think every like three months I just end up reposting the same memes because I love them they so much. They never get old. Yeah, and um, let's see. I mean, I don't, you know, that's pretty much my life right now. And it's you nice. I read You know sign
0: language. I think that's impressive. I
1: do know sign language. Um, not the most relevant to a podcast, but. <laughs> this may not be helpful. This <laughs> may not be helpful to any of you, but I might be signing right now. How would you know? How would you know? Um we'll yeah, start I doing mean, like Morse taps. It's like. like very <laughs> subtle. I don't know Morse code though, so. <laughs> sorry. You know. Very different things. What if deaf people did speak in Morse? That also just wouldn't work because you'd have to be able to hear it. <laughs> Not so. at all. Not at all related. <laughs> um but yeah, I like to read. I read a whole lot. It's always my Fame. goal to read fifty two books in a year. I have never met it before. My top was 41. That's so impressive. Yeah, so that's like an ongoing goal. Um, so if you have book recommendations,
0: yeah. send them to me. Especially if they're audiobooks because your girl likes to listen to books in the yeah, car. Yeah,
1: you do listen to books in the car.
0: I listen to a lot of podcasts. I do too. Yeah. I mean, obviously my favorite murder is a favorite. Yeah.
1: Shout out to Karen in Georgia as if you're listening to <laughs> The real OGs. The reals, yeah. Yeah, uh, fan of them. Um, I really like Time Suck. Have you I've listened never to Time heard that Suck? One, no. Time Suck, Daniel Cummins. I don't know if it's great to start out our own podcast by just like repping everybody else's podcast, but you know Maybe what? Everybody like it. We all deserve a space here. Um,
0: Yeah, want to hype you up. It's not a big deal. It's
1: really great, and it's like well researched. So he'll do like a timeline, and then give Mm. a lot of information. And he does have a lot of good, like kind of what we're hoping to fill a niche here is being able to explain like the psychology behind these things and like where they're coming from, which I think we can. A lot of people try their best at, but um they do a lot of research on the stories and not as much on contributing factors, which is Fine. fine. Like there's a definite. There's a place for that, and they are doing great at what they're doing.
0: And we just want to hit you with the psychology education stuff, because, I mean, psychology is one of those topics where truly it's super fascinating, and a lot of, like, the darker shit doesn't always get talked about, and it, like, it should, Mm because it's so cool.
1: And I think really, like, when we're talking about this, I've always been, um... Interested in serial killers and psychopaths Same. and all of these different things, and I think because it brings up the question like, what is a human being without their humanity? Right. And how does that happen? And I think that the goal of all of this, the goal of everything, um, would be to be able to stop people like a be lot able of prevention. to prevent this. <laughs> yeah, that's like the goal, right? Is to get to a point where we can prevent these things from happening and prevent people's lives from being lost because of these things going on. Right. Able to, you know,
0: Patterns and yeah. things that we're starting to notice through the research and sharing that on a public platform I think is great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something that we do during our live shows that maybe we could add into the podcast is giving shout-outs to different non-for-profits that you can mm-hmm. donate to um, that support various things. Um, our most recent live show, we donated to... Uh, king county child advocacy center so did you want to explain what a child advocacy center is yes
1: i can explain so i um work at one not the king county one but i did work at one for a couple of years so and i intern at one as well so children's advocacy centers are amazing and they're like one of the m- most amazing things that most people have never heard of yeah and so, basically, they are a center for children and fa- their families who are undergoing abuse allegations. So, like, it, when children are sexually abused, they don't have to go to the police station to talk. They can go talk to a social worker or a therapist um, during a forensic interview, which I am a trained forensic interviewer, I'm kind of retired from it right now, which is funny because I'm 28 years old and I'm retired already. Only from that, I still work a ton. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll go back one day. I'd like to, I think, one day. But I just, think breaks are good, though, with that type yeah, of content. I think it's healthy and a lot of forensic interviewers will do it for a couple of years, take a break, do it for a couple of years, take a break. I think it's just good for you. Um, But like that way, it's not scary for the kids. So like, you know, the investigators are there during the interview, but they're not in the room, except for some like the King County Children's Advocacy Center. The investigators do the interviews, but they're specifically trained to do the interviews, which is important. And so it just helps the kids be able to talk in a setting where they're comfortable, and they also have advocates for the family. The legal system is so confusing, and it's helpful for families to have somebody to walk them through it, go to court with them, help explain what's going on. They do therapy for
0: free for these kids. Or give out resources. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so they just help with so much, and so they make it so... um,
0: and yeah. what kind of things would you investigate there just so people Yeah. Know? So um
1: it's like violent crimes against children. So depending every county um they have a slightly different protocol, but the basics are sexual abuse is the main one. Um sometimes for 18 and under, sometimes for like 15 and under, so sometimes older teenagers will get interviewed by the police depending on different factors. Um, Severe physical abuse is investigated, but also, like kids who are the victims of and witnesses of other violent crimes so like if a child witnessed a murder they might go to the center or domestic violence for the families or if they were mugged or other things so that way they can get the same services so really any violent crime that a child is a victim or a witness to could theoretically depending on the area be in there so I would encourage all of you if you're looking for a charity look up your local children's advocacy center there are like 830 something in the United States a lot of counties have them they're doing really important work Yeah,
0: in Illinois we have 32 right yeah. now So yep, we just donated to Kane County oh I don't think we mentioned this we're from the northwest suburbs of Chicago <laughs> we are in the <laughs> Chicago suburbs yes. I don't know if we sound like we're from Chicago do you
1: think we have accents? I don't know I go back and forth. Like my dad had a really thick Chicago. Oh, accent, I
0: love it. I love um, a good thick accent. Which was so
1: funny because Tim one time sent me the video of like the super fans, the Duh Bears, and Duh I'm Beers. like, that's basically what my father looked like, mustache and everything. <laughs> so I'm like, it's like you met him. It's so really, I'm <laughs> Who like, cloned my father. I don't think mine's like as. That is his? But I don't really know. So I guess if you're not from Chicago and you're listening, please let us know if yeah, we what have do you think?
0: accents. I've always wanted to know because there are certain times in my life where like I dated people in other states and they're like, yeah, like you definitely do. And I was like, yeah. what? No, I don't.
1: That is very true. I've never dated anybody from a different state. I don't recommend it. It's of fun. <laughs> it didn't seem to go well for you. It didn't you, go well. So. That's all I'll say. Yeah, you know, I think that... I don't know if I've ever really heard from people about mine. Like, I like to think that my accent is pretty typical, but I guess, I don't know, this is just what I sound like, and, like, I've known you for so long, I don't really think anything about your voice at this point in time. Like... <laughs>
0: You're just an orb. (laughs) (laughs) You're just an orb of
1: energy with a purple mohawk in my living room. It's fine.
0: So maybe what we'll do, just to kind of wrap up, this episode unless there's anything else that you really want to talk about
1: um i think the only other thing and i guess we'll like trigger warning in specific episodes but we do talk about difficult things like murder and child abuse um so just want to make sure everybody knows that it might be upsetting our goal is not to upset you but in providing accurate information it's inherently upsetting
0: and if it does upset you um maybe something that we can do is link resources for um therapists that you can see because unfortunately although we are therapists we cannot give you therapy via the internet you're not our clients (laughs) we have to do like a legal contract before we can do that so just a heads up
1: thing um but yeah we can definitely like link resources like psychology today is a great resource they Mm -hmm. have a find a therapist tool on their website that's very helpful um, there's obviously, like, the suicide hotline. Gotham. Gotham, <laughs> Gotham
0: is in my face.
1: Gotham um, just really likes to sniff people's mouths so <laughs> occasionally. It's intrusive. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, there's also emdria.org. so if you've been thinking about EMDR or think you could benefit from trauma-based therapy, um, does have a search tool where you can find people close to you who specialize in that. And also, um, depending on
1: where you're at, if you are in the Chicagoland area, I know the Chicago Murderinos Facebook page does have a list of recommended therapists that other Murderinos have recommended. So a lot of times, like, you can ask around and find recommendations. A lot of Facebook groups are, like, putting recs out right
0: now. There's also a lady um, who I connected with on my Insta, and we'll plug our Instas too, but... Um, her name is Modern Domestic Woman. I think she's an author and a blogger. Okay. And she created this thing called, like, Modern Domestic Woman Cares, where she compiled a list of resources for women in this area. Ooh. And we were added to the list. <laughs> <Surprise. Excellent. laughs>
1: I did not know that. Yes. Are both of us, like, yes. specific? We're added. Ooh. We're on a list. I didn't even know that. Thank she's you. She's like,
0: do you and Megan have, like, individual websites? I was like, no, we have, like, our ba- our basic. Like website to the practice. She's like, that's okay. I'll just put up the Spooky Psychology Facebook page. <laughs> like, Which, it like, might be awkward, but whatever. And you know, the
1: thing is, if you're in the area and you're looking for the therapist, you can just message us on the page. Like We'll be happy to help you. We're happy to help out. I know we've both responded to stuff on the spooky psych page and on our instas like you can ask us if we know anyone events
0: if you come to one and you want to talk after we've done that so many times
1: yeah and like if we know of a therapist in your area we'll be happy to recommend them we just may or may not know anyone
0: where you're at yep just depends just depends but we got you we got you back (laughs) um so what was i gonna ask or say oh my idea to wrap it up And maybe we could have people write in about this too. And that could be like a fun thing. Um, I thought we could do our six degrees of separation... From John Wayne Gacy. So this is a super fun
1: game to play in the Chicagoland area because everybody has a weird connection to John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Um, so Lauren, why don't you start us off? What is your connection to John Wayne Gacy?
0: Mine aren't very impressive, but I have two. So the first one is... Um, Nick, my husband, uh, used to work in Desplains, and he has seen the John Wayne Gacy house before, Ooh. so he has made contact. And then <laughs> he's made contact. People. <laughs> my second one is my first boyfriend told me that his father used to live in Desplains, and when he was a child, I think John Wayne Gacy approached him, which is highly disturbing oh, and interesting. No. So, those are mine. And horrifying.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, I kind of have a few, and I'll be honest, like, this first one, I have no idea if it's actually true or not. It's just what I was told. So, it could be more of a tall tale. But to give some backdrop, um, this all started because my mother, who's a very funny woman i come from a pretty funny family she personally loves to sing and she loves to one of her favorite songs is a uh little rendition of the wall so all in all just another brick in the wall but instead you sing all in all it's just another kid in the crawl which is a nod to john wayne gacy burying kids in his basement um I see where I get this from. (laughs) There's a lot of dark humor. There's a lot of dark humor. And so she's saying that. And my high school boyfriend like freaked out and like made her stop. And we Mm. had to, and then he, I was like, what is going on? And he's just like, my mom was dating someone who was murdered by John Wayne Gacy, and she's still really messed up from it. What? So that's what he told me. Again, I don't, I don't know if that's actually true. I don't know if that was kind of like I, I'm not, I'm not sure. I wasn't there. I never actually talked to his mom about it because I didn't like well, want to just P. be yeah. like, "Hello, did you know someone who was Pass murdered by John macaroni. Wayne Gacy?" the macaroni, like. Also passed the salad. Thank you. Thank you. Um, or, like, I don't know if they were dating or if it was, like, somebody she knew. She grew up in the area, so it could very well be true. Or he could have been messing with me. Um, but, yeah, he was kind of just, like, make sure to never make those jokes in front of my mom. And we had to tell my mom that because my mom doesn't always read the room correctly when it comes to humor. So we had to be like, Mom, no John Wayne Gacy jokes. I shouldn't have to tell you this for people you just met, but okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, or
0: bring it up immediately and find out if they're your people.
1: Just start like John vetting Wengese, out. Are you our people? No. Uh,
0: my other one.
1: So like the whole six degrees of separation of John Wayne Gacy. Actually, uh, this is kind of my fiance's invention because we, we talked about it a lot. It. He has some connections too. I won't really go into his. Um, this is, by the way, like, my brother's least favorite game. He hates it when I bring what? this up. He's always like, why are we talking about this right now? Oh, I thought he would like love it. Like, at dinners. Except he does. He, I don't know. Like, he's definitely been like, why are we doing this at a restaurant right now? And I'm like, oh. because it's fun, Jack.
0: We are bonding as a family. He just,
1: I don't know. Uh, he's great, though. But we brought this up when we were with my uncle and um, my aunt. And they were like, we don't have any separations. And my aunt just goes... What are you talking about? And he's like, Wait what? So apparently my aunt and my uncle were like at a party at the prosecutor's house what? and like knew people who worked on the case. Um and also knew the one victim that escaped. So kinda through my aunt and my uncle I have other connections that I think are possibly more true than the first one, but I don't really know.
0: I feel like But anyway, um but yeah, so if you have some Six Degrees of Separation from John Wayne Gacy. Feel free to post it on our Facebook page. It is Facebook.com slash Spooky Psychology St. Charles. And you can either message us or post it directly on there. Mm -hmm. And we want to share them. It's kind of fun. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go on with the podcast. Um. Our second episode is going to be themed and we'll reveal that soon. And hopefully you guys liked it. Um, we encourage you to subscribe and rate, I think is what you're supposed to say. Yeah,
1: I think that's that's what the people say. Again, this is really our first branch into podcasting. We don't know so what we're doing. Bear with us while we work out the editing and everything else process. We're working on it.
0: But thank you for the support, thank you for listening, and uh, thanks for getting spooky. Thanks. Bye. Bye.